0: MAC Powder Kiss Lipstick is matte reinvented. The new matte formula is where matte meets moisture, giving you the zero shine look of a matte lipstick with an instant long-term hydration and a weightless cushiony texture. The velvety soft matte colors glide on effortlessly with a wide range of shades that are sure to complement any skin tone. Head to your nearest MAC location to meet your matte today or shop at mattcosmetics.com. When Natasha and
1: Daniel meet, they're both at a crossroads in life. With just 24 hours before her family's deported from the U.S., Natasha wrestles between love and logic while the two spend the day together discovering a magnetic chemistry. Fall in love with this modern love story starring Yara Shahidi and Charles Melton. The Sun is also a star, only in theaters May 17th. I can see. I want to keep you here. Laying next to me. Sharing my love between the sheets. Mm -hmm. Ooh, baby, baby. Feel your love surrounding me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh,
0: oh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you're not a real g if you don't sing that part you got to do it just like that
1: making love between the sheets i hope everybody's paid their taxes hello good morning to
0: all my ladies in the place with Stalin. Allow Grace, me to, allow lace, me to these lace, lace these lyrical dishes in your bushes. In your bushes.
1: <laughs> what a terrible,
0: <laughs> terrible thing to say. <laughs> just can't imagine that I was just a young teen singing yes. that film with all of my heart. <laughs> and
1: my father knew. He
0: knew. And I was just so, I'm so like, huh, it really gives me great anxiety to know that I'm going to be an esteemed An esteemed scholar, (laughs) some point in my life (laughs) at like 70 years old, and I'm going to be sitting somewhere in my tweed St. John's knit jacket and 15 brooches. And I'm just going, somebody's going to say, somebody's going to play that beat, and I'm going to do that. I'm going to be talking about lyrical dishes in your bushes. Well, I'm. And just embarrass all of my ancestors. I'm going to actually bet you
1: $25 that when you do your first TED talk, I need you to open <laughs> up with. <laughs> Allow me to lace these lyrical dishes
0: in your bushes. Say, my mic sounds. Nice. I'm gonna say my mic sounds nice. Check one, check one, check two. My mic sounds nice. <laughs> mic check one two. It's on. It's on. Oh my gosh. Checker for the oh one my. two checker. Yes. What a time. What a time. Oh, praise the Lord, niggas. Praise them. Welcome everybody. back to. Getting grown with Jade and Kia I'm Kia I am Jade And we are here to talk about the scam that is adulting The good, the bad, the ugly, the test, the trials, the twists, the turns, the temptations And the taxes Shout out to Ron Isley Of being a real (laughs) live adult in the year of our Lord 2019 What's cracking?
1: Ain't nothing sis Um, We are back doing this again and it's and and we're here in good spirits. uh, had a good weekend, so we're coming off of that. Um, sure I had be. my mom moment. Noah had her recital, her second recital, and so I was super, super, super proud. Uh I also got to spend some sister time this weekend. Our sister Nikki came in town, and we went out and we got to be bougie for an evening, and all that she made us put on shoes. Ki was out here looking Dang. like like the no, beautiful no, green people of the Wiz. <laughs> mm, that.
0: No, that's what Ciara looked like at the Met Gala. That is what she, she stepped looked out like out at of the, the Met thing Gala. And I was like, oh, I've got to be seen. Green. <laughs> <laughs> Would it be called dead? Red. red. <laughs> this is my favorite movie of all time. You cannot I'm just say that. You can't say those lyrics. Like just, you have to say it. I've got to be seen green, green. we got dead, dead red. red and then you gotta dance I just love it I love the grandeur and the drama
1: I love the grandeur love and the drama it. of black people in general but how was your week your weekend all of that all of that
0: I mean no complaints it's all good in the hood man we working we doing what we gotta do then, you know, we don't have no complaints. Ain't nobody listening no way, so we might as well just keep on with the keep on. You know, that's
1: it. Ain't no complaints. Racks in the bank. Fuck what you think. Well, we got trash to get into. <laughs> I make mean, kids so tired, and it brings me
0: joy. Me joy. <laughs> it brings me I mean, We joy. got trash to get to. <laughs> so let it's us go into and- it with with haste.
1: All right, so it's trash time. Let's go on and take it out. So, sis, mm-hmm. did you happen to see the Red Table Talk with... No. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, do not. I do know. that the whole internet is upset. All of you Blacks on Al Gore's internet is mad with Aisha Curry, right? They now. are, and they, and they usually are. And but... I don't understand. I don't know what she said. I do know that she has a tendency to say... Uh, Unseemly things. things. Yeah. Um, but you know, I feel like just kind of mm. observing, having not seen what she said, I've heard it. I mean, I've heard, you know, just kind of like I've got it secondhand, but I haven't watched it for myself. So I don't have like the contextual information that I need to make to have an opinion. But I will say this. I feel like there, there's, you know, on this kind of social media thing we have we as a people have got to be careful cuz i think we confuse um popularity and visibility with authority or expertise mm-hmm. right so i feel like when i'm reading all of this critique of Aisha curry one of the things that is is present in my mind is that i wonder if we are holding Aisha to a higher standard than we should because um, I know she kind of postures herself as, I don't even want to say that cuz I don't know that for sure, but I feel like people kind of put her in this place where she is a role model or a model of sorts. And I don't mm. feel like you know, I agree with that. And I'm, I'm just very careful cuz I feel like the internet popularity notoriety has a tendency to give people credibility that they did not earn so i'm i'm reading all of these things all this commentary about what aisha curry said and what is just ringing in my soul and what's what the question that i just cannot seem to shake is like <coughs> why do we care <laughs> like <laughs> like why have we given aisha curry so much i know that she has said things Um, that, you know, people disagree with, but her and everybody else, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel like, I don't know why people expect different from Aisha Curry. Cause she's always been who she is. Right. And that's not me having a judgment of her. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like I know enough about her to feel one way or another, but she's always, if nothing else, she's consistent. So why do we feel like we hope like it's, I don't know. I just, we get all worked up about about her and hold her to a standard that she's never met. <laughs> so, um, as far as kind of like being um objective, right? I feel mm-hmm. like she views all things through the lens of her lived experience. Who she is is who she was absolutely trained and socialized to be. Mm-hmm. So, why is it that we expect her to speak to the experiences of people um that she don't know nothing about? Like Aisha Curry is living the life she was groomed to live.
1: Yeah. I So I watched it because, okay. you know, I saw the Internet ablaze and I had 30 minutes in between recording JNXD and recording getting grown, So I said, let me watch this so that I can form a sound opinion. Okay. On what's happening here, right? I agree with everything you said. Um, I don't feel one way or the other about Aisha Curry. I think that the memes and the gifts about her are absolutely hilarious. And <laughs> that's just the child in me. But outside of that, like that girl, I don't know that girl. So I don't have no opinion about that girl. I watched the thing. And I know, like you said, she said some unseemly things in the past, you know, where you just kind of be like, what? I don't I didn't see anything worth it attacking you know what I'm saying I'm not I mean, saying anybody like anybody's ever worth it to, but I didn't see anything like that
0: would send that sent me into a oh bitch like yeah I, I felt I like, like she talks about her experience <laughs> a lot and I'm like well why can't we just let the girl talk about her life as she lives it because and the thing
1: about it is how are you gonna speak on other people's experiences if you don't have them true
0: I mean, I just feel like, okay, y'all want to be mad with Aisha? Hey, have your fun. I don't just care. don't
1: look at what she says. Like, just, all she spoke about in the thing was, she talked about, because they were talking, it was it was her, and that was another, like, misleading thing. And the internet gets ablaze, and then they don't give all the facts. I didn't realize, I thought it was a sit down with Aisha Curry, and then, you know, the, the Pinkett, Pinkets, And... Um nah, but it was like somebody else. It, it was, was like her mom, was it her, her mother-in-law?
0: It her was mother-in-law, Steph's
1: mother. It was and Steph's, Steph's sister. sister, Um, and it was their other sister-in-law to be who just got engaged um, to one of the other brothers. Like it was all of them. Well, Apparently why do we need very, to talk to them? Well, because the whole thing was about being the wife of an athlete and some um, of the challenges that you face. And with no. Steph's father having played basketball, um. his mother grew up, be, you know, having a husband who played basketball. And then um, uh, Doc Rivers' daughter actually is the sister-in-law who is engaged to um, Steph's brother. And then okay. Steph's sister is there, okay. and she's also married to a ball player. So all of them are married to ball players and so it was talking to them they were talking to them about the challenges of being the wife of a ball player um about feeling like you know how you don't want to disappear and you know you want to have your own you want to have your own money you don't want to look up and your children are grown and you haven't done anything for yourself and which are all valid things and then um they she spoke you know they said well how you deal with the groupies like how you deal with like you know the women Mm -hmm. like you know how do you feel about that or whatever and she was honest about her experience what bothers her how she handles it how she handles you know how she feels like a lot of times she doesn't have personal space and how people have invaded that you know what I'm saying also there she's got an experience that like me or you does not have she said that she never had any racial issues whatsoever. Like she never experienced any sort of anything because she grew up in Canada and then came over here as a teenager. Okay, So it's like, I can't be mad at this girl for how, you know, her life or her opinions on, on her actual life. You know, if she wants to, if she speaks as an authority where she says women need to dress like this. Okay, there's a problem there. Fair, But if she's speaking right now about her experience and they're asking her questions about how she feels about stuff in her life. Who am I to get mad at that?
0: Yeah, I just feel like we get really upset and we kind of like... Like I'm I what what blew me away is that people were regarding her commentary as if she was a spokesperson for all of us. And I'm just like Aisha no. Curry ain't never spoke for me. Um, I didn't grow up with a white mother. I mean, like that's what I'm saying. Like I, Aisha Curry is always speaking on behalf of Aisha Curry and I feel like we give people with large platforms a lot of flat cuz there is a responsibility when you do have that level of visibility. Mm-hmm. But like I said, like I was saying before, visibility does not always equal authority. Or credibility, right? So it's like, she it don't, like having a platform doesn't mean that doesn't make you kind of like an authority or a, a model figure. It just makes you a people, a person who who, who says things that a lot of people hear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there, and exactly. there's a lot that comes with that. So I just feel like I didn't, I wasn't expecting the internet to blow up Shu Ate. After, I, I didn't after, see the uh, reason
1: for people to be so big mad. Like I really just didn't, I was like, I don't know. I mean, I know hit dogs holler, like, are you all, all part no, of I'm the tragic saying, mulatto militia? No, I
0: feel like, was <laughs> it ironic? Isn't it a little bit of irony that, I mean, because I think people are saying that it is a little bit of her eating her words because of some of the things that she said about like, um, you know, modest clothes or, or women feel not wearing exactly. modest clothes. And then her kind of saying that she doesn't get attention. People are like, oh, so, but I, I do feel like, I, which, okay, fair. Like right, you can but I laugh do, at that though. Right. But I mad? do feel like, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinions about it, but I don't know that, I don't know that it, it is, it is something that I expected to, to be as, as large an issue as I feel like it's been, at least according to my timeline, I signed on after work. Or as mm-hmm. I was like wrapping up at work, um, maybe between like like six to seven o'clock, and I mm-hmm. was just like, "Why is everybody is mad? Like, what? Okay." I was just like, "I don't know what Aisha said, but y'all feel ways about it." Um, I, and then like you know, people started telling me, you know, what was going on, and I said, "You know, I haven't had an opportunity to watch yet, but I'm I'm going to try to make a point to watch the the video at some point." But from what I gathered so far. I don't I don't know i I don't know that I was seeing why the people were in a bag i don't I don't see why the people were in a bag and I
1: mean and yes there is a hot, the the iron knee haha is that uh-huh. of of her speaking about women like you said women wearing modest clothing and then wanting attention but at the same time I maybe look at it from another standpoint it's refreshing that she's even being honest enough to say like Yo I'm this married woman I got this kid These kids and shit But like Sometimes I want a nigga To look at me
0: <laughs> You know True, what I'm I think saying that's, like, I mean That's, that's totally fair I'm like fair. why you,
1: you know And now if you all are mad Because of the, the modest clothing Well she didn't say like Well maybe I need to Set my titties out Yeah Cause then Then and I could I think, be Y'all right. could be like Well what the fuck Right but so <laughs> I don't
0: feel like Yeah 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 So I mean I guess I see it But it's just not As black or white an issue for me Same Same that's, But I, I just started so, funny I was funny. just like, mm, Okay y'all
1: Okay. But in the same vein. Okay. But different. Um oh Lord. Blackish has been renewed for a sixth season. Okay. Yes, congratulations to the cast. And then they now have another spinoff. Okay. That will be called Mixedish. It will be the backstory of Rainbow um, as growing no, up as that no hippie child that she was raised
0: as. I'm all set. Thank you so yeah. much.
1: Yes, so All oh, right. but Tracy Ellis Ross, you know we yeah, I you know mixed dish is not my favorite. It's not it's not my favorite
0: concept, and it's not my favorite name. I'm, well, but, I just feel like okay. You know, I, I but, mean, yeah. I need to give maybe cool. I need to give it a chance. I'm initially I'm a, a I wouldn't say I'm annoyed, but I'm just like nah. right. <laughs> mixed dish is just yeah. like a it's just kind of an off putting name.
1: I think. Um the backstory of Rainbow Johnson, yes, I do people's different experiences need to be told, of course. I just I think the name is just a bit unsavory. It's but um <laughs> I don't like the mixed-ish, you know, person who is behind Tracy Ellis Ross, <laughs> is actually going to be an executive producer for the first time. So that's something that we can Well, celebrate. We
0: stand a working queen. Absolutely. We, we, know, we stand. Love,
1: we love our black queens. And then Indeed. I guess if we're just gonna we're just gonna keep marching right through this mulatto militia, okay. Megan Markle had her baby. <laughs> sure did. Sure did. I just keep the top of the trash, mad light skin. Then we can just baby. Get, and get to it. So
0: she had a baby. I we don't know the name, correct, right? We don't. But we know that the little booger was seven pounds and three ounces.
1: Oh, a healthy baby, mm-hmm. a healthy baby. Mm-hmm. Congratulations to the first <laughs> black lady of the royal court <laughs> and her family. <laughs> Megan Markle, <laughs> first ever <of> name, <laughs> queen of all birations. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, <laughs> <is> so so <laughs> a Holy God! She had a baby. Congratulations to the family. Yes, and indeed. let's see what else. Okay, so um, there's a student by the name of Thomas Torres Mayo Torrena, okay, who was pulled over in Tucson, 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 Arizona, uh, and taken by Border Patrol, and this is three weeks before his high school graduation. Gotcha. So more than 100 students in his high school um, in Arizona walked out in protest to the Pima County Sheriff's Department uh, because they said it's not right that their classmate is not getting to graduate and that this is happening to him. Uh, So, you know, we I just thought that was something that was my
0: kind of carrying on. Yeah.
1: Something that's worth mentioning. And I really hope that things tur- turn out for Thomas. You know, I'm just I'll be trying to at this government at this point, like. Gives me, they just give me anxiety. I sometimes just shut down and don't even know what's going on. Unless I like I have to tune myself in at this point because it is just so distressing every time I look at the news.
0: So distressing.
1: Um, Common opened up about uh sexual abuse in his childhood. Really? Yeah, he has a new memoir com- coming out called Let Love Have the Last Word. Mm. So he has um that coming out and he spoke about um encountering sexual abuse by a family friend uh, as a child um and it started on a family trip so um i hate to hear that but it you know it is uh i don't know the right word i don't want to say refreshing but it's necessary when black men speak up as well about the sexual abuse that they encounter because we know that it's not always um as focused on or taken as seriously sometimes and it's important that we see how this affects all of us in our community and how it kind of perpetuates cycles and whatnot. So I appreciate uh, him speaking out about this and speaking up and
0: putting that out there for
1: us to read. Cause I think that is important.
0: Uh, agreed. Um. Um. Before you move forward, can we backtrack uh-huh. just a little bit? Yes, we can. Um, Because I, as something came across my timeline that I wanted to, to, to present to the trash. Okay. So CNN, uh, uh, in light of the announcement of you know the royal baby's birth, um ran a story in response um, um to the to the announcement, and uh the title of the, the headline of that particular story was "How Black will Royal Baby be mm-hmm. which is ever problematic mm, yeah. um so I just wanted to shout out solid Soledad O'Brien for. Calling out, uh, calling out the um, CNN for posting this this disgusting and and incredibly insensitive uh, headline. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, that so really the headline directed readers to an, an analysis label. Don't use the royal birth to trot out a dangerous myth, and urged people to turn the baby into another great mixed race hope. <laughs> so yeah um they uh yeah
1: well this is the appropriate segment for that
0: indeed so um Mm
1: -hmm. that's just a mess cnn aka the new fox news yeah because like what kind of shit is that
0: I mean, you know, she just kind of called CNN out for not having enough people of color, you know, uh at the right tables make, uh, making decisions. Someone could have uh stopped this headline yeah. before it broke and really just kind of and really kind of made the network aware of how inappropriate it was. Um and um yeah. Yeah, I'm disgusted. I too. CNN's lack like, uh she said uh The NAACP also made a statement saying CNN's lack of black representation in leadership roles is troubling and another example of the media industry's reluctance to address an issue that continues to plague newsrooms across the country. Mm. So. mm, Mm -hmm. Out here. Just out here. Just being being trash. Mm -hmm.
1: Out here just thinking and ranking.
0: Yes.
1: Well. Ew. (laughs) Well, and more other weird news. Uh, (laughs) Um... Raspberry Beret is joining the cast of Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. To do what exactly? Um, I don't know. Cry. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. That's not nice. Okay. Uh I don't I'm not, I just feel like the young man is quite troubled. He doesn't look well. Uh and I heard he's not doing well on this tour. I heard all of the other all of the other b two k members are are in tip top shape, you know snap crackle and popping all over the stage, pop locking and doing whatever they do, but I heard he's not doing very well, and he doesn't look very well
0: when I see him. Is he oh well, I hope he's all right, you I know hope the, so too. some people you know and I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's
1: that that noise I just right <laughs> <laughs> that is such a mood <laughs> I just <laughs> Okay. I think I'm just that's really I think that's all I have to say. You sure cuz I feel like there's a lot more heaviness just, up underneath mm, that that noise that you just made.
0: Rasby like okay sis. like I, <laughs> I know, like I know. I know. All right. And I you know it's
1: it's 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 complicated because I know, you know, it's some like, of the allegations that he's made in the past and like and then it I don't it's just hard. You know what I'm saying? He's made these said these things and then he said that these things have happened to other people and other people are like, yo, I don't know what this dude is talking about. And then he just doesn't look well like it just it, I just want to make I just hope that whatever he needs, he gets. Agree. And I don't feel like love and hip hop is it because Mona Scott Young is the devil. Um. Lastly, on the trash, I figured I'd save the fun stuff. The Met Gala. Indeed. So who are your favorite looks?
0: Um. Well, I you know, we must speak Billy Porter's name first. Oh,
1: absolutely. First and foremost,
0: um, I I got a kick out of uh, Sierra. I thought she looked really pretty. Um, and I also got a kick out of Janelle Monae. Mm. Um, J Lo. I felt like rose to the occasion. Uh, as did uh, uh Alina Waith. Mm. Um uh we cannot, you know, not talk about Cardi. Oh, listen, we, we Show, cannot she showed up blood clot. <laughs> 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 this is so stupid. Um, I mean, it was just a lot. Mother Celine, Mother Celine, Dion, mm. Mother. Um Queen of uh, all yeah. Jamaicans, but she's not Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was, it. I, I mean, you know, it was an event. I had to, I have to admit that I had to really kind of do some research and learn more about camp, the camp theme and what it was about. Um, mm-hmm. And now that I have a bit more insight, I don't feel like, you know, I mean, I guess people kind of were insistent upon staying true to themselves. Um, And there were people who were comfortable to really kind of, you know, go there with the theme. And then Mm -hmm. there were those who tried to like, just give it a nudge. Mm. Um, Like people like Regina King and and Ava DuVernay. I thought that they looked nice. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know it was just probably, probably as close to camp as they were willing to get. <laughs> probably so. I would <laughs> so, imagine. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't mad. Lady Gaga, you know, put on a show. <laughs> she, she, um, she definitely thought she had a
1: concert going.
0: She on. did. I mean, she made it. She just yeah it was a whole lot. Lupita did a good job. I mean, it was you know the people were out. I wasn't mad. Uh, I thought Gabby and, and Duane looked nice as well.
1: <laughs> Janelle Monae was my favorite outside of billy porter of course
0: um <coughs> tessa thompson and her dominatrix look oh yes yes I, I did i i was i was remiss in failing to acknowledge tessa and that legendary braid that dominatrix oh, braid that was not that a braid slavery was whip Legendary, honey yeah. it was it was a braid
1: it was a braid and not a, not a slavery whip, guys. Mm-hmm. Sorry for those who <laughs> misconstrued and didn't see those giant pleather boots that she had on. Mm-hmm. Um, Big Frida and Sierra. Oh, yes, indeed. Oh, we Big Frida, Big my favorite.
0: Name. Yeah. Hibby, hibby, Oh, and uh, Janet Mock, I thought, looked amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. They said that... Um... RuPaul did the Met Gala for the first time, but I don't feel like I saw any pictures of Ru. Uh, So RuPaul was
1: there and I did see pictures. Um, However, he was dressed uh, in a suit. Oh. Yeah, he was not in drag. And so, um,
0: yeah, and I, I was... Well, he said he doesn't he doesn't do drag unless yes. he's paid, which uh, is
1: what XZ said. And I was like, that's all fine and good. But my nigga it's
0: the Met Gala. Like it's nobody's asking you to like attend listen, a child's birthday party. like not, I mean, he needs a contract. He is not getting he is not getting dressed for work. Bitch, it's the Met Gala. I mean, I guess, <laughs> but he has policies. He has a, pol- he well, has a policy. He you know what?
1: Then fine. You can just do whatever you came to do and, you know, continue to do whatever you're doing. Um, you know, RuPaul gets on my nerves because RuPaul ain't really here for the, for, for the Black Drag Queens. Hmm. So, you know, I feel ways. But like I said to XD, Lena Waith was here for the Black Drag Queens. And we speak Lena's name out this beat. I, I appreciated the outfit. I know there are varying opinions, but I did appreciate it. Um, I, I did LOL it. at the at the misspell. You know, shit happens, and <laughs> Lena says she invented a new word. Invented, invented, invented. It's okay. Cool. That's all right because we love Lena. And that was the Met Gala. So that's the trash this week. Not so bad. (laughs) No, but we do have a beautiful shout out. My sister's popping right now. So I love shouting out our women of color who are doing things. This week we have India Henderson out of Houston, Texas of Canvas um, MUA. So India, fun fact, is actually the cousin of our sister Nikki of NL Makeup. (coughs) Excuse me. And India has a she's a makeup artist, a beautiful makeup artist, actually. They work together quite often, and you can find her on Instagram under canvas underscore muA. But India has a lip line uh, with lip paint lip paint, hydrogloss, and complementary liners. And so. Um, Nikki actually sends a message to us all and she says personally the lip paint and flirt and the gloss and champagne are the bees knees and everybody knows Nikki is our favorite makeup artist so um make sure you guys go check out india of canvas mua support our women of color who are out here doing things i would absolutely love to have one million colors by a black woman who has put out a lip line like so i'm getting ready to go get everything so make sure you guys check it out we'll put all of the information in the description box And also, it was India's birthday last week. So how fun would it be for a huge gift to come from the community of Black women buying from Black women? I think that's absolutely beautiful. So, again, you'll be able to find all the information in the description box. That's
0: CanvasMUA.com and Canvas underscore MUA on Instagram. Show sure, you right. Also, too, as well, oh, yes. in the interest of supporting Black women in business, um, it was. I was made aware that it is Black Business Week here oh. in the district. Um, and you know, just in the way of that, I actually visited. I had a visit. I had a, a, a my six month cleaning with my favorite dentist, Doctor Takisha Preston of Dimples Dental Suite. Um, she's right in, uh, right in DC, and it's really just like the most kind of. The, it's the the wealthiest dental experience I've ever had. If you are looking for <laughs> premier premier dental care, I talked about it on my stories earlier today. If you are yes, looking for premier dental care and just to get your your gums treated like a wealthy white woman, you need to go and visit Dimple's Dental Suite. Um, it's Dimple'sDentalSuite dot com, or you can find uh, Doctor Takisha Preston on Instagram. Make sure you check her out. Make sure you tell her that Takiya sent you. Um and yeah, go get your. I mean, good, good clean gums are are the way of the Lord. Now we only get one set of teeth, so we've got to do our due diligence to care for these Jake Jokers before they kickball change out of our mouth. So you don't want the periodontal to sneak up on you. You do not. You do not. You do not. So everybody, check check out um the shout outs this week. Make sure you support um 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 what is it? Dimples. Um, Dentist no, 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 suite. Dim- Dimples oh. Dental Suite. But I was talking about the oh the lip, canvas the MUA. Products. Yes, canvas MUA. But what's the lip line called? That's what I was. I knew it was canvas. canvas. MUA. It's all under canvas. Oh yes, make sure you cap the the lip products for um um cam- canvas MUA and um uh, be sure that you support uh Dimples Dental Suite in DC. Yes, good job. All right, let's move on to the kitchen table talk as you start getting ready for the summer there's a better choice for those hot sweaty days aluminum free coconut deodorant from capari Kapari's coconut deodorant is a cleaner alternative to traditional deodorants it's vegan and doesn't contain silicones sulfates parabens gmos or baking soda it keeps you fresh with plant-based actives like sage oil and coconut oil it's great if you've got sensitive skin if you're looking for a deodorant with a subtle scent or if you just don't want a bunch of questionable ingredients on your body. Plus, it goes on smooth and doesn't leave behind a sticky white residue. The original scent smells like sweet coconut milk. There's also a fragrance-free version and two new scents, beach and Gardenia. You never have to worry about running out of deodorant because Capari offers a subscription. Get it automatically shipped for free with a money-back guarantee. There's no reason not to try. So I have officially been Team Capari for the last few months now. I'm, I'm excited because the summertime is my very favorite season to wear it in. Why? Because should you start to glisten just a little bit, you are out here smelling like a pina colada and the boys are trying to figure out, well, what is it that smells so delightful and refreshing? Um, So listen... I love the original coconut scent. I've also um, tried the beach and the gardenia and those are pleasant too, but I'm just an original girl. I like smelling like Tahitian treat. um, So that's my favorite. Um, Go to kaparibeauty.com slash grown to save five whole American dollars off your first deodorant order when you subscribe. That's kapari, K-O-P-A-R-I, beauty.com slash grown, kaparibeauty.com slash grown. Big
1: banking is, or should I say was, broken. They charge high fees and use our deposits to fund pipelines and oil drilling. And this greed leaves millions of Americans behind and destroys our planet. But it doesn't have to be this way. That's why lots of people are looking into Aspiration, a financial firm for those who want more money in their pocket and more power to do good. Featured in Forbes, the New York Times and Money Magazine, Aspiration offers a 2% annual percentage yield, zero ATM fees anywhere in the world, and the option to choose your own monthly fee, even if it's zero. Plus, Aspiration commits 10% of their earnings to charities that help other Americans and offers extra cash back rewards for shopping at socially conscious businesses. So everyone deserves a financial firm that's fair, provides great products, and helps you make more money while making a difference. Put your money where your heart is. Download the Aspiration app to open an account, earn 2% annual interest, Pay zero ATM fees
0: and save the planet while you're at it. All right, y'all. It's Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, sis. Thank you, sis. Well, it's Mother's Day week. And while we recognize that, you know, um, this is a holiday that's kind of, you know, celebrated nationally, we also recognize the fact that, you know, everyone may not celebrate Mother's Day for whatever reason, whether it be you're grieving the loss of, of, of your mother through death or through a strained relationship. Um, you know we we recognize that and we d- we didn't want to alienate anybody so in we were hoping that we could have a broader conversation about celebrating women um uh, motherly f- or motherly figures in your mm-hmm. life if it's not your biological mother or someone who is in your family or related to you we just thought we would have a conversation um about the ways in which you know women and women, black women specifically women of color um just have a, a intuitive capacity for nurturing and caring for um, one another. So in celebration of mothers and motherly figures, we thought we would have a conversation about the advice that we've received from our moms um, over the years. And the things that when we heard her say it the first time, we may or may not have taken it as seriously as we should have. But now that we've done a little bit of living, We can we can say with great assurance that she was right, mm-hmm. um, and we were wrong. So we thought we would talk about we would talk about that today and just kind of give some instances um, and share some advice that we received when we were younger that we thought was some bull swanky, but we've later learned that it was actual actual um, valuable and useful information. So sis, I'm gonna kick it to you first. What are some of the things that come to mind when you think about? Um, Kind of the advice that your mother gave or suggestions that she that she made to you as you know, when you were in your teens and 20s that you weren't paying attention to then, but you have learned um, that you should have paid attention to now.
1: Well, besides the fact uh, of me needing to do more with my credit, as I have said a number of times and take care of that like a precious lamb, um, I paid that not a bit of attention. Mm -mm. Uh, and then then i learned my lesson the hard way later on in life um my my mom told me my 30s were gonna be my best years and obviously i had to wait until my 30s to find out that they were gonna be my best years but you know when i'm younger i'm like when you start hitting your 20s and you going out and you know you having a good time you're like i'm living the life right now like this is it this is lit right now no but something about your 30s is much different like it feels different if you feel more settled in yourself and who you are um you even have fun different like and you feel good about having fun you're you the people who are around you are different if you're living your life the way that you know you need to be living it or you want to be living it the people around you are different like it's it's just a different experience and I didn't pay it much attention before but now that I'm sitting staunchly in it uh, the words ring very loud in my ears. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I see what she was talking about. Like it is. You gotta let it's like it's a level up. It's a level up from your 20s. Your 20s, you're figuring stuff out. And while you're having a good time doing it, like you're confused and you know, you dress ugly. And you know, it's like all manner, all manners of things. But when you hit your 30s, this is this it's just what is what are the children saying these days? It just it hit they dif- just hit different. <laughs>
0: But, um, well, what about you Sis? Similarly, I think uh, one of the things that my mother tried to drill into me as um, a young person was the importance of taking care of myself first and prioritizing mm-hmm. um my myself first in terms of like, especially financially, mm-hmm. paying myself, um, putting money aside for myself. Every woman needs to have her own money somewhere. Uh! I mean, maybe- and maybe it was because, um, at the time I was, uh, taking care, I was being taken care of, like I wasn't, maybe because she was giving me this advice as she was, you know, taking care of me and she was my security, mm-hmm. um, my security net to ensure that I, I didn't have to fend for myself. Maybe that's why I didn't take it seriously, but I, I really wish that I would have heeded her advice. My mom told me when I was really young, you know, after, you know, when you pay your tithes, pay yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, 10% that you give to the Lord, put 10% of every paycheck in an account and let that be what you pay yourself and you live off the rest. Um, you know, aside from like, you know, general savings. But if I think about now, if I would, when she told me that at 18, 19 years old, if I would have started that practice, then my financial situation would be different. Um, and, I guess I just always thought that I would have plenty of time, but the reality is, um, you know, I just—I mean, I really—it just—it just hit different now. Like, you know, <laughs> I really wish I would have had created that security for myself. Because um, I guess I—I I mean, in fully being transparent, like I guess I just never expected. I mean, I always knew that I could take care of myself and I would take care of myself if I needed to. I guess I never thought that I would have to still be solely taking care of myself at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, we getting it done, though. Ain't no complaints. But if I would have known then what I know now, I certainly would have been putting 10 percent of all my little checks away Um, and just kind of like having that practice, having that practice. Um, you know, if I would have carried that through my twenties and into my thirties, I think I would have fared better. Um, you know, just think about it. Like, if I, I mean, that could have been like a down payment for my house. It's right there, just there, just there. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I guess I was just out here worried about the wrong things.
1: <laughs> well, you completely stole my second one, but it's fine because mm-hmm. I can just, I can just add on to it. Okay. So my mother too instilled instilled so hard in me and my sister for us to be able to take care of ourselves always um, that whole paying yourself situation is just, um I, that is, that's gems I hope y'all wrote that down <laughs> but she wanted us to make sure she was like listen I'm married to your father you know it, it is what it is but you all need to make sure that you are always able to take care of yourself and you don't never tell no nigga all the money that you got.
0: <laughs> oh, that's a word. That's it. That is a she,
1: word.
0: She was like,
1: You put some money away for yourself. You always put a little money away. She was like, And you never let a nigga know all the money you got because they'll spend it all.
0: <laughs> you don't let nobody know. I don't feel like you let anybody right. know all the money you got.
1: But she was saying, As close as you can get with your spouse, there still needs to be. Uh, uh, there needs still needs to be a cushion there for you to be able to take care of you, and and not and not have to rely on them. And should there ever be a time when it's just you, you need to be okay with it being just you. But she's like, always a nest egg, always put it in there, put it away, and be and be smart about it. And I was like, hmm. And she's right. Oh, yeah. She's absolutely oh, yeah. right because you know. I know, you know, there's there's different types of people on this earth, but you know, your, your your spouse will sometimes, you know, get excited about certain things and they may be like, yeah, we got this coming in, we about to do this, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, uh. Mm-hmm. But wait, we have this to do. But you know, you just always want to be be able to take care of yourself. My grandma told me the same thing. My grandma had eight kids, and when my grandfather had a really uh, bad drinking problem for a long time. And it got to a point where she had to leave him. And she took them le- the youngest three kids and was like, yo, I'm out. I'm about to go to my brother's house. And my grandma said she left so that he could get himself together. And he knew that she was serious about her shit. But she was like, I was able to do that. Because I always set something aside for myself. Indeed. So... That's definitely
0: something that that rings also very loudly in my ears. Gotta have some move quick on your feet, money, just you know, ready to go on the ready. Okay, yep. Where you can get to it, absolutely. Um, I had a conversation today with uh, my good sister, Doctor Commodore. Shout out to you, Felicia. <laughs> hey, um, Felicia. <laughs> but we were just kind of talking about, you know, just the show and what, what I was, what we were thinking about doing this week. And she said, her mother said something that that um, I thought was worth sharing. And she said, my mom told me when I was in high school that you can you can never make a grown man do anything he didn't already want to do or was open to doing. Um, And Felicia said, I thought that she was being dramatic, but I have found it to be pretty true. No matter how many cartwheels, headstands you do, or hoops you jump through, none of it makes a man do anything simply because you did it. I was like, well, (laughs) I mean, Mm. um, I think that's real. I think a lot of us... um, it just made me think of, you know, advice that I've always gotten that you can never change a man. That's just real. I think it teach it's, it's good, it's good a good lesson to pay attention to who people are as we're getting to know them. Um, you know, and you know, to be in relationships. Um Never with the never never to approach relationships with the intention of changing somebody's behavior. Because ultimately, like Felicia's mom said, you can never make anybody, mm. especially a man, do anything. <laughs> um I don't think that you can. I think that's good advice. You can't make somebody do anything that they that they didn't they don't want to do or they didn't in uh plan to do in the first place. So mm. just sharing that one.
1: Ooh, that's a word. That is a word. Uh I think. The next thing is, um, my mom told me that girl's not my friend.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And... I got that one too, loud and clear. Um, some of them were, but a lot of them were not. (laughs) And and I didn't figure it out until years later, certain things would happen, you know, and then as I get older now, I can recognize certain behaviors that are unsavory. Uh, and it also helps me to really, really, really appreciate the people who are in my life now and all the women who are in my, especially the women in my life, my sisters who are in my life, they're very important to me. And I can see how those relationships hit different (laughs) now, you know, having a little bit more perspective as opposed to being younger and not really listening like that. But she told me these certain people were not my friends and they weren't. And I learned lessons, you know, I learned I learned lessons hard ways and sometimes had to learn it myself, you know, through my own experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it it does help me to, like, really appreciate the people that I have. I really do. And I say it often because I really feel it. I'm very grateful for everybody who's in my life. And I'm really, really grateful for the sisterhood um, that we've all built together. It means a lot to me and it's, it's, it, it's different now. Like it's a different type of sisterhood than what you have with people in your twenties. There are people who you take with you into your life, but, or through your life, but there are people, there are a lot of them who fall off.
0: Yeah. That was the way my mom framed it was just like, you know, I know you feel like these people that you are with now are the people that you're going to be with forever. But, you know, friendships don't work that way. Mm -hmm. And of course, I thought that she was hating at the time. But um, I have learned that, you know, you go through people, you go through phases where, you know, they're they're like they're seasons, like the old Mm -hmm. cliche says, there are some people in your life. Who are, you know, like leaves on the tree and they fall mm-hmm. off when the seasons change. And there's people who are roots and branches and they stick around um, through different uh uh phases and, and growth cycles. But I think my mom was really keen on um helping me to be okay and comfortable with transitioning in and out mm-hmm. of relationships and by cultivate and, and cultivating that space with me by encouraging me to be okay with being by myself. Mm-hmm. Um. Yep. Um. Because and and that's something that I didn't really come to appreciate until much later. But she was right. <laughs> like, there's, uh You have to be able to enjoy your own company. If you don't enjoy being with you, it's really hard to get other people to enjoy being with you. Um. And 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 not to develop relationships out of a place of loneliness or desperation. But because you actually, you know, because that 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 you know doesn't serve anybody. It doesn't mm-hmm. serve you, mm-hmm. and it doesn't serve them. So, um. That's dope. Um, More practically speaking, (laughs) I remember being a teenager uh, and, you know, when it was around the time to do house chores, my mother told me that I should develop the habit of doing a little housework every day to help (laughs) me manage, you know, all of the responsibilities of keeping Mm. a home. Mm. And when I tell you that I am filled with woeful regret that I did not take heed to that advice as I sit in the in the Himalayas of growth of laundry <laughs> right that surround me i am I am surrounded by mountains <laughs> of laundry,
1: <laughs> Grand Canyon out this bit
0: i and and I mean, I know that um, you know I'm not a, I'm not proud to say that and. Proud. I'm, no, I'm grateful reality. to say that all of, yeah, no, but I'm saying I'm all the clothes that I that I have on are, cl- are clean, uh, but I'm just <laughs> saying that there's lots there's lots of laundry around, um, and then yeah. I regret not cultivating that practice of doing a little bit of housework every day so that I'm not inundated with. Um, all of my clothes at one time.
1: Niggas be tired. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas
0: come home and we be exhausted and it's hard sometimes. It's stressful though because I I can imagine though, I when I this is what this is where I find myself shaming, right? Because I think about my mom. When my mm-hmm. mom was my age, she had two children. Yep. Looking at her hungry all the yep. time. And I'm sure she was tired, like <laughs> I'm certain I mean, thankfully she had help. you know, my grandparents and my aunts and uncles were there to help um and we were all most of us were staying in my grandparents' house at the time, so you know, there was a division of labor, so to speak. but um it's a challenge mm-hmm. uh, navigating that right because you know i'm i i and y'all know me I work long hours You know And I got lots of jobs And I will say That the last thing That I feel like doing When I come home Is washing clothes But it has mm. to be done mm. Um, So I have to kind of Like manage myself Around that And unfortunately I'm not able to You know Go to my mother For for support and advice In that place <laughs> in, that, in that way um, Because she's You know Not entirely sympathetic But you know We are working on it We dealing with it <sighs>
1: I'm grateful that my mother taught me how to properly clean a house.
0: Oh, I mean, I know how to do it. I oh, mean, I know. The no, no, are there. I know. <laughs>
1: I, oh, no, sis. I don't think you understand that I got the Swiss Alps of motherfucking laundry <laughs> going on right now. Like, you are not alone as much as I hate that creepy ass song. Mm-hmm. Um, I, however... I'm just, I'm, I'm just glad. Like, I think I started taking it on. I always kept a clean house, but I, I really take it to heart now. I think especially because, you know, everything in my home, there are things that I've worked really hard to have and so forth. So I make a, a a real strong effort to, you know, wipe behind appliances, bleach out sinks. Always did that. But like wiping, I'd be down like, you know, cleaning baseboards and whatnot, like really taking pride in my home. And I'm grateful for my mother for teaching us, even when it was irritating and there was other things that I wanted to be doing. And we were deep cleaning on a Saturday. I'm grateful that she had us doing that. Because now I know how, how how I want my home to be and what feels good. And I know how to get that done. Because there's a lot of people. There's people who keep a nasty house, but then there's people who truly don't know how to clean. It's fascinating.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: It's that fascinating. Works. Did you see that debate on Twitter <clears throat> a couple weeks back? One of these millennials said something about, um, one of these younger millennials said something about people being nasty because they washed their hair in the kitchen sink. Oh, Jesus. I was like, well, what other, wh- where, where else are you supposed to wash it? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> it's like, I don't have no other Jesus. experience outside of getting my hair done in the kitchen. Such generational gaps. I, just, I don't, did do they, did they stop doing that? Because I definitely do Noah's hair in the kitchen.
0: I just feel like that's like a rites of passage for young black women, young black girls, young women, young little girls of color.
1: <laughs> I I really I do I do I feel like this is a thing we all got up on the counter and then when you got too big to get up on the counter you had to lean over the sink. Some of us had that rubber hose attachment, or you put it up to the sink. That was it, a luxury because
0: my mother used to take a big cup, a big cup, <laughs> or or uh, or a container like a, a sherbet container, Yes and she would have it yes. sitting on the side of the sink to it rinse in your the head rinsing. about twelve times. So good. And I mean, I used to be I was dramatic, so I used to have like It's in my ears It's no, like, in my eyes my face My mother used to because <laughs> I mean the water would run over my face and it would give yes, me anxiety yes, so I, I would think that I was drowning yes. and my mother used to give me a washcloth to put over my face like and she would be like just hold it just hold it so I mean it would help me to catch the water so that say. I wouldn't be like thinking that I was going to drown and <laughs> my, my, my mom would,
1: she would <laughs> pop me in the head with the comb because she'd be like you are not about to drown in the sink like, dude, if you had suck. a fan, if you had a hose you was doing good y'all had a fa- we y'all didn't, no we didn't have the hose growing up my mother didn't get the hose till I was about 13 and I was like where has this been all my life because we were we had grown up with the big cup and the rolled cup. up towel Listen. so when you laid on, when you were small enough to lay on the counter my mother would roll the towel up put it at the edge because you know the back of your neck neck be be killing you that neck and then when I had to start leaning over the sink she would put the towel
0: I remember leaning uh, like this way
1: yes leaning this way yes indeed and she would roll the towel up and tell me to put my face in and she's like I don't want to hear your mouth about drowning in a kitchen sink anymore
0: that was me I'd be like (laughs) ah Say and she would be like, "Takiya, please." <laughs> She'd be what like, girl, "Girl, I'd be like, you are too big for this." It's going in my nose. It's going in my
1: nose. Like, my ears. My ears. God, it's going in my face. She I can't was, breathe. It's
0: going down like, my throat. I just Want you to just calm yourself down. Good oh God,
1: these are good times, and they they are good black times, and I am very grateful. That I have the experience. And for all of those who think it's nasty, if you have a young, if there's a younger generation here and your mother just so <laughs> happened to not wash your hair in the kitchen sink, and you feel ways about people getting their hair washed in the must kitchen not sink, clean your sink, this you is must what I'm trying to say. Your like, your mother must not have taught you how to bleach out a kitchen sink when you're done with it. Like, I am of it, and and I don't want to hear nothing about from the health nuts about bleach. (laughs) I love me a good natural cleanser, y'all know. I live for an essential oil, and I believe that it has multiple usages. However, your girl's never going to stop using bleach. Bleach is an essential part of my household. It is a key part of my (laughs) blackness. It makes my teeth white. It makes my skin glow. (laughs) (laughs) Good times. Good times. Great times. But yes, make sure you take this time to celebrate. Did you have another one, sis, or were you? No, I'm good make sure you take this time so if like kia said in the beginning if you have you know difficult relationships with your mother or you don't have your your mother is not with you in fleshly form anymore or what have you um you know we we are we're here with you we definitely want to acknowledge we want to acknowledge all of our different experiences and don't ever want anybody to feel excluded or like they're not being recognized um but take that time, like he has said, to to take motherly figures in your life—people who have had an impact on you and have taught you things that maybe you didn't quite listen to. Whether it be a grandmother, or
0: auntie, a big sister, somebody you know down to the church or the community center or the boys Ooh, and girls whatever. club, somebody who gave you a dollar for the ice cream man, just somebody, the, lady at the, the candy
1: lady—you
0: know what I'm you with the, the I'm pickles.
1: Saying?
0: It could be anybody in the in that
1: form, but there's been somebody in your life who has made an impact and has said things to you that might resonate with you later and we just want to take the time to celebrate celebrate those absolutely and we have honesty boxes to get to so we can roll along roll along okay.
0: With more than 70 sizes, including their signature half cup sizes, 3rd Love designs bras with breast size and shape in mind for a perfect fit and premium feel. Just answer a few simple questions via 3rd Love's Fit Finder quiz to find your perfect fit in 60 seconds. Then, thanks to 3rd Love's 100% fit guarantee, you can wear, wash, and put your bra to the test for 60 days. And if you don't love it, you can return it. Third love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need. This is hands down the most comfortable bra of your own with straps that won't slip, tagless labels, and lightweight super thin memory foam cups.
1: Y'all, third love. Okay, so you know, titties come in emotion. Some of them are sad, <laughs> some of them are happy, really True. excited. Some of them are just meh, you know, like how we feel on certain days. They're just, you know, just kind of sitting where they sit. Third Love has a bra for every If your titties are primentous If they are going opposite <laughs> directions If you got, you know what I'm saying northeast southwest titties It don't even matter Third Love has a bra for you I got my Third Love bra right now See sis, I just showed Kia I love it I love it My stra- my Flash straps me. have not Flash fallen me in There you go, look, titties <laughs> I, I literally have not had to Pull my bra straps up The entire time we've been recording It's absolutely wonderful yeah. Um, your girl lives for third love. Third love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash grown now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash grown for 15% off today. Honestly, truly. All right. We got an honesty box to get to. Let's go ahead and give our listeners pseudonym. Sis, what would you like to call her?
0: Let's call her Sherry Ann. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She too is Jamaican. I think our listener last week might have been Jamaican <laughs> as well. Sherry says, Hey, Jade and Kia. First off, let me say that the both of you always help me get my whole life together. Listen to y'all. Every week keeps me sane in a world of crazy caucasity happening all around me i swear y'all are my big sisters in my head please don't stop doing the great things that you all are doing thank, thank you, you sherry ann Sherry-Ann. anyway i'm writing y'all about the ridiculous caucasity that happened to me at your job at my job last week all right so pause guys if you happen to have liquor around you let's make this fun i want you to take a shot for every time she says caucasity okay and go all right y'all about the ridiculous caucasity that happened to me at my job last week i came in one morning to find two natural hair care products on my desk one was some diva curl oil and the other was from carol's daughter specifically it was carol's daughter four-in-one combing cream i was livid needless to say there wasn't a note or anything referencing who left it there and why I knew it was one out of two people here that would even have the caucasity to do that. Ding! Mind you, I'm the only black girl in my office and I don't really get down with them like that. I've been at this job for about two years and I can really only think of maybe one or two times that I've mentioned my hair, so I'm still confused why she would even think that this was okay. I typically only have really light conversations with them eventually i ended up throwing the products out after finding out who it came from one of those i have friends of all races people mm. we all know that person i'm still not sure if i should say anything to educate her on how racially insensitive this was because every time i think about it i just get annoyed seeing that i'm the only black girl in this office ah, oh, i feel this could easily blow up in my face and i will be viewed as the angry black woman <clears throat> oh girl, thanks. <laughs> it would just irk me even more for her to make it seem like it's not that big of a deal even though it is to me. I'm pretty sure she meant well, but that just irritated the hell out of my spirit. I've I'm really considering quitting here for the last year, but the way these raises are set up, I'm going to have to stick it out. So I'd yeah. really love to hear what you guys think about the situation and what I should do. I kind of feel like it's not my job to educate on stuff like this, but I also don't want anybody else to try me again. By the way, she said she'd brought the products for herself, but they were too heavy for her hair. Oh. Side eye. Child, she barely had more hair than a newborn baby, so I don't know why she even bought it in the first place. I really appreciate the input. Sharianne. Oh, well, there wasn't as many caucasities as I thought. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope you all enjoyed your two or three shots.
0: Um. <laughs> so. Oh, man, this is a lot. I think. Um. Well, you ask me what I think about the situation. I think this is some grade A bull swanky. Um, I also mm. think that um, if it were me, I would have I would have to at least once um, get the people told. I think oh, I would have yeah. to. Shit, I would. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I could not say anything. I would mm-hmm. have to address this person and just let them know. Um, how inappropriate uh, it is to leave natural hair products um, on my desk. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, know how suggestive it, I mean, it, it's just, it could be, it could be uh, perceived in a lot of different ways. So, I mean, I mean, uh, I think you should just be prepared for whatever response. Um, don't, I wouldn't even go in with the expectation that it was going to be well received. But it's just a matter of just getting it out there into the air so that people know that it's not something that you appreciate and it should never ever happen again. Um and uh yeah, I um, I would have to I would have to <laughs> say something. I don't I don't feel like I could not say anything. Um and as far as your comment about being perceived as an angry black woman, I mean you're going to be perceived as the an angry black woman, regardless of how you you react to this. I mean... Um, because, you know, the white woman that did it is probably going to white women her way... You know she uh, is. ...out of, out of this. Um, she going to do her way right through it. She is going to cry. And, you know... When, I was when she just learns, trying to give you a gift. <laughs> when she learns that you were offended, she's going to cry. Um, when she learns that how, how you perceived it, she's going to cry. Or she's um, or she's gonna do the opposite, which is gonna piss you off. She's gonna act like it's no
1: big deal. She's like, I bought those for myself and they didn't work. And I really thought that you might be able to use them. Why? Because I'm black. Okay. Right. okay. So um bitch, that's what? I need combing cream. See, this is why. <laughs> HR, electric chair.
0: Um, yeah. So I mean I that that's that's what I would do. I mean, mm-hmm. if it were me, I would just have to say something to those people like. Hey, man, hey, say man, don't ever do this again. if you do, there will be other uh consequences and repercussions because what's gonna happen is if you are if you do have to go, let's say this is something that continues unfortunately, and you do have to report it um you don't want to give anybody uh the space to say that they didn't know that you felt away. that's mm. just how I you have to cover all your bases in that way, and I don't ever I just like to take away that possibility that somebody's going to hit me with, the oh, I didn't know that you... I didn't know. I didn't know. It was like, okay, well, says well, now you know. Well, now you know.
1: Yeah, I don't think you can pass this one by. I think you're going to have to say something. Um, and there's a way to say it. And there's a way to to, to get her very learned. <laughs> learned. There's a way to let her know about herself. Uh, and like he has said, you know, unfortunately, at some point or another, they're, people, they just going to do what they do. So... Um, I think if in order to try to avoid anything like this happening in the future, because there's going to be certain things that you're just not going to be able to avoid in order to avoid anything like this happening in the future, you got to nip this in the bud right now. Hmm. So go ahead and let, let that lady know why, why all the ways in which she had you fucked up and why <laughs> you can do it in a very corporate and professional manner because we don't want you to lose your good, uh, consistently raised job mm-hmm. hopefully that helps please keep us updated let us know how things turn out if you so happen to have a conversation with this lady we'd be very interested to know how everything works out for you Sherry Ann Ann continue sending send your honesty box questions to Getting Grown Podcast at gmail.com and I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be
0: real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. honey,
1: honey. Uh, my petty peeve. So, you know, I am so, so excited that um, our new building has laundry. Has a laundry room in it.
0: Nice.
1: Um, Very, very grateful. I have not lived in a building with laundry in about almost 10 years. So I'm very grateful to have a building with laundry. Mm-hmm. I go down one evening, you know, and I understand that, you know, people if people are heeding the advice that their mothers are giving them, they're probably <laughs> doing if there's somebody in there at least doing a load, which means there's going to be a couple people in there. Right. It's not a huge laundry room, but it's a laundry room. Ne- n- nonetheless, I go in and there is a family filling up five washing machines mm-hmm. with their stuff. Mm hmm. There are two available machines. Now, the rest of the people in there are drying. There's nobody else coming in. I just need two machines. Y'all already got five of them filled. Mm -hmm. So I start putting my stuff in one because they're not very big. So I have to split it. And then one lady comes and she takes her stuff out of the last available machine, the last machine that's about to become available. And these niggas go for the big six. Mm Mm-hmm. So I stopped putting my stuff in the wash and I look over and I was like cuz I was they saw me getting ready to approach to put my stuff in there and they run over there and I was like are y'all about to put your stuff in a six machine? And they're like yes, yes. <laughs> so I was like this is some bullshit. So I and I was like you know what? I live here. Like I'm not even getting ready to fight with these people. I just take my stuff out the machine, throw it back, throw it back in my in, in my laundry bag. It is not. I hate police sirens. Another petty peeve. Um, Put my stuff back in my laundry bag and went back upstairs. I was like, I don't even have the energy to do this right now. But my petty peeve is be a reasonable person. You know what I'm saying? Like if we are in a small space, a space of whatever, where things are to be consumed by multiple people, be a real. Nigga, if you have that much laundry, then go to a laundromat. Like, go to a big one. That's what Tristan does because he generally does the laundry. Like, that's his thing. He will take, if we have more than, if we have the Mount Rushmore that we have right now going on, then he will take it to a laundromat outside with multiple, multiple, multiple washing machines. Don't go down to the apartment laundromat that has has all of nine washing machines and take up six of them, whatever, eight of them and take up six of them. What kind of mess is that? Or take up seven of them, whatever, however many long, whatever it is. Anyway, that's my petty peeve. I'm irritated because I was like, y'all niggas are, this is this doesn't even make sense. This is not even
0: reasonable. Well, I have to say that you would probably be really irritated with me because mm-hmm. I'm going to take every available wash machine. I'm going to take every one. So if there are 10 down there and I got 10 loads of clothes, I'm using all 10. And what you going to do about it? Not one thing. You're going to wait till I'm finished. Why? Because the amount of rent that I pay to live in this place just entitles me to use each one of these machines if I get down there and ain't nobody else using them. So
1: that's just how I feel Now
0: that's right. <laughs> Now now, If if somebody is down there waiting I, If I see If I already have If I'm already using You know eight And somebody's trying to use the last one And I see them there This is what I'm, I'm saying I'm not going to do that But Bitch, if I'm I literally get down standing there, there Y'all see me trying to use another washing machine I'm just saying If I get down there Ain't nobody down there but me well, that's And different. I want to use all ten That's my business that's
1: fine. But when you see other people and it is prime time, nigga, Miguel and Janelle Monáe, whatever the name of that damn song is, is that prime time? For long mm, yeah, like, sing like Yeah, I did. I had to I had to get it in there. Okay. I had awesome. to. But if you see it's prime time and you see niggas are waiting on washers and you already literally have the majority of these washers filled up, just scoot your ass to the side and take that one dirty load up or wait one more time. You already got most of these motherfuckers filled up. <laughs> You're about to get me mad all over You're very upset. You're very I was. Sad. I left up with my dirty sheets and came back up here and was like, this is some bullshit. I'm very sorry. What's your petty peeve this week?
0: Um, okay, so um I am uh I just don't like stupid people who I don't like people who. Um, so I'm thinking today I was driving. Mm-hmm. I, t- I just there's this there's a sense of entitlement. Right. That I feel like I've just been like if I've just been noticing more and more that people have a problem with me just being me. I don't know if this is a petty peeve or not, but I was driving home from work today mm-hmm. and I'm in my car and I'm listening to my music loudly because that's what I want to do. Because I pay my car note on time and I'm grown and it's your car and it's my car and ain't nobody in the car but me. Right. Um, and I would like the record to reflect that all of my windows were up. My sunroof was closed. So it was not like my music was blaring Bitch, and it's disturbing. not an airplane. Nobody's sitting I'm next saying. to you. The lady who was in a car next to me turned around and looked at me as if I had walked off with all of her stuff. <laughs> and I was just trying to figure out, like, girl, well, who did it? And then I realized that she was upset because my music was loud and she could hear it through my car and through hers. Um, And she was just upset Because we were in traffic And it was kind of like Close proximity And I guess she was saying That it was unreasonable For me to be listening To my music in my car um, At that volume Because it was a disturbance Unto her Um, So she started like Trying to get And then I'm petty So like you know She was trying to (laughs) She was trying to get Like away from me And I was following her Because I just (laughs) because that's how my petty was set up today, girl. Yes. That's how it is set up today that's because right. I'm not bothering nobody and this is my um this is my car and I want to do what I'm I want to do. You a like, girl, line. I mean, what you want? Like what you want? So you want me to listen to my music. Like I what? you're not even in this car. I don't know nothing about you. No, I'm like chase what? Is, you. How yeah. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is when I'm going I want to take the liberty. You want to you want to take the liberty to be upset? I'm going to take the liberty to not Care that you're upset, and to even facilitate more upsetment for you.
1: <laughs> Paul Mooney said, a white, if "A white woman looks at you and takes off running. You better just chase her." <laughs> <laughs> I like, appreciate shit. you For heeding the advice Girl get over yourself Like, just, like just because you listen To your boring ass Audio She just in there Listening to Dable NPR girl fuck, Well just turn your
0: NPR up sis. Girl, Just turn, turn up it up turn your
1: XM radio Or whatever, whatever it is You're listening to Your boring podcast About white womaning Whatever <laughs>
0: Like Turn it up But stop worrying about What's going on in it this don't have car where to all do With all the windows
1: you. rolled up And the sunroof closed Yeah I mean
0: it would be one thing If all my windows were down And I was just you know Being you know that girl But I was literally in the car By myself And you know I have a choir rehearsal On Thursday I was listening to my music I have to get ready and bitch, I'm not
1: sitting in your driveway
0: banging my music. This is I'm traffic. On the street, right? These are like, public.
1: What you want me to do? Ooh, you want to talk about caucasity? Ding, take another shot because <laughs> when I tell you, it is so bad that y'all think that you that I can't listen to what I want to listen to on the highway. You have my got another level all, of yeah. trolling
0: coming. Sorry. My my petty peeve is always people who feel entitled to tell me what to do. Hmm. I mean, you can make suggestions. You could ask. Like if, or, but, but if you, if you just want to, um, I don't know if, if, I don't know. I just feel like, because as a person of color, I'm made to deal with people doing what they want to do all the time. And I just have to eat it. Right. Cause I don't have, um, I'm in spaces where I don't have the power and the privilege to move in the ways that I want to move. But in my car, I call the shots. So you don't get to tell me how to live my life.
1: No. And the only, like, it's not a. It is one thing when you are living in Flatbush and niggas like to, like to, I think they're putting their speakers like on top of the hoods of their car. I don't know what they're doing. But yeah, the thing.
0: people who like driving past you, you can hear their music clearly. It's because all their windows are down and they're really just, they're, they're you know. Intentionally.
1: Yeah. Trying to trying to spread the tunes and
0: nobody cares. I'm just living in my preference and but I feel like I got, I got a right to do that. rolled up?
1: No. Yeah. You can definitely eat a dick.
0: <laughs> you and could, I'm going to follow please. you All the way up
1: 16th street Because I can As you should As you should And I fully support I fully support And endorse
0: that So With that Oh wait I got a, Wait 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 oh. This is another one I thought about on, the okay. but, on When I was driving To work this morning Please One thing you may Never ever do to me And this didn't happen to me But I felt it for the person In the car in front of me Now I've talked about On my stories at great length How if ever you guys Find out that I went to jail It's because I hit a bicyclist In the morning On my way to work mm, yes Yes she told me that. So there's this one particular intersection where there's like a bike lane. And because there's so many bikes on the road in the morning, because this is how this is how the people are getting to work these days. And I guess if that's their right. if That's what they want to do. But there's just such an abundance of people that they, they all don't fit in the bike in the bicycle lane. So they're all spilling out into the street. So it's a stop sign at the intersection and the bikes feel like they don't have to adhere to the stop sign but they they get mad you know uh and, and you know they feel like they they cars so they move like cars but they don't mm-hmm. want to follow the rules that cars have to follow yep so this bike this this the, the car stopped at the stop sign and waited he had the right of way so he proceeded but the bike was there so I guess the bike figured I don't, I don't know so she, she had space to kind of do what she had to do but I guess she was offended that the car proceeded through the stop sign mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she wagged her finger like she went like this. I'm sorry. What? Like she she rolled she cycled up to where like to where she where the car could see her, mm-hmm. and she like wagged her finger like tiss, tis tis, and something inside of me ignited because <laughs> I was just like, oh Lord, if that would have been me, I know that I would be in the federal prison <laughs> because <laughs> I just like don't. Did, are you just, are you scolding me? Are you what is this? Mm. y'all gotta pray for me because you know I get upset, but no, I know, don't scold me, don't scold me like don't ever scold how do you, how dare bitch. you wag your finger at an adult bitch? If I just you ever think wag that's your so... finger mean
1: you better be prepared for me to grab that bitch oh and twist ooh. it, I will twist, I will twist your finger to the point where you will curl down to your toes, you will drop to your knees.
0: That is the most condescending, patronizing thing. If you wag your finger, if you scold a grown adult. Nah, you just like you you out here. You're just out here being you just. Oh, you don't even realize. How are you?
1: You're in my personal space and I'm going to grab the shit out of your finger. How dare you? Don't ever wag your finger. Oh,
0: look, don't ever wag your finger. You see? You see it happening. I was in the car like, now, Lord, now you know, the Lord is a keeper because if if that lady would have done that to me, it would have been it. Wouldn't have been no more getting grown. No more team typing fast. Dr. Kia would have been inmate. A six <laughs> seven nine three Z. I was just like, nah, oh, under no, no circumstance do you ever. <laughs> Something in me lit up. I was like, whoa, Lord, I'm going to fight. Couldn't be me. Couldn't that's be me. That's what I said.
1: And that, well, that's a way to end. That's a way to end getting grown. <laughs> You better be prepared. You wag your finger at somebody. Don't wag face, your finger at me, bro. You're going to get that bitch taken right off. Thank you for listening to another episode Of us talking about (laughs) adulting
0: We appreciate your patience And uh, all of your constant Consistent support It is graduation announcements this season So you guys can start to send in your graduation announcements We're going to start to read them um, Effective next week's show Yes We apologize for our tardiness this week And we appreciate your patience Um, We're going to be back on track Really, really soon But in the meantime In between time, sis uh, Continue to um, Go ahead and tell the people What they should do
1: Oh, drink your water Mind your business And moisturize your skin Why, sis? Because your black will crack If it's dry Adios Bye, (laughs) y'all